Hi, welcome to season four of Parcast. The only reason why we're in season four is because of my crane. It's not crane. I guess it's, it's like a crane for my my mic. But I'm not currently at home. I'm in the car. I'll use it for future podcasts, maybe when I'm recording and stuff. But for now, I think I am just as good as just holding the mic right now to my face and just speaking whatever because that's how it rolls we're basically in season four but it's similar to season three where i have uh a mic and a phone in a car on communication hills and just talking so yeah welcome to today's podcast and today's topic is we can branch off of it but today's topic is about I think I've done this before, but it's distractions. I might it might be a distraction two or something, or distraction three. I think I've I've talked about it many times on the podcast, and I think the topic should branch off to something similar to um, distraction, and it's sacrificing the distraction. So today's podcast, sacrificing the distraction. So what does it mean to do that? So say you have a friend, a friend who is is always there for you. They always help you in their life. They're happy and stuff. And they offer you to do this, this, this over the week. And your te- schedule seems tight, but you don't want to, you know, decline it because you, f- you have the FOMO idea where if you don't go to it, you don't. You won't experience the fun. Well, I'll put it in a scenario where students in, in college, I guess, and they're invited to a night party at like uh, one of the lecture rooms because you can chill there and stuff, and they're gonna play a movie in there or something like that. And you don't want to miss that opportunity. It seems like a blast. It's gonna be three, four of them, and you're just gonna watch a movie, feel relaxed. But you have. It's 7 a.m. tomorrow and stuff, and you don't want to feel tired. So, so you you say, uh, you either say, screw it, I'm going to the thing, feel tired tomorrow, or I got to sacrifice to do this and this. So, I'm just going to say, from my point of view, I would totally, because <laughs> I'm not a great student, go to the movies and stuff. This is a very bad example. But sometimes... When there are a more urgent stuff to take care of, more important stuff to take care of, your things could balance. Because it could be for like a class, like maybe a lecture room for the 7 a.m. Or it could be an exam. And in that case, you have to learn to sacrifice those moments just to, so you can have a better sleep for the exam or something, or the test, whatever it is. So you don't doze off in the middle of your of your test and and feel all sad about it once you you've completed the test and feel like you haven't had that much time because you were um, nodding off to sleep while you're doing the test Uh, i mean that it all comes to play so this this all refers back to the urgent important chart window chart that i've talked about and you can reevaluate yourself and see um, what category does this um, this uh, fit in. 
So sleeping for the test could be very important and urgent. So you have to sleep early and then you just do everything that it's on the important urgent list before you do anything, basically, before you take like a small break, watching a movie or something, maybe finish all the important stuff. But I don't I don't don't care. You have to make sacrifices sometimes. It's crazy. Because if you don't, your, your, your schedule gets filled out and you have nothing to really, like, leverage on because you don't have that much time, I guess. Because if you accept everything, say yes, 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 you won't have um, that, that time complexity, time space, unless you're really good at it, at scheduling yourself and everything, then you're fine. But if not, you know, if you are a procrastinator, you just do things off schedule and stuff, just make sure to sometimes say no, say, okay. I'm not saying that the people who who knows how to time schedule should always say yes. It's not always good to say yes, because too much of everything can uh, overheat, exhaust your brain and stuff. And yeah. Um... I don't have much to talk about about sacrificing, so I can I can guess um times I have sacrificed. I don't think I have sacrificed. Um, but um, I know that uh, my inspiration, okay, Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, a great inspiration to me. What he did is sacrifice about. I think about 10 years of his life just to build his business, just to do just entrepreneurial things, I guess. But he basically sacrifices time to to go out with friends to the bar, go shopping with his friends, and go eat with his friends or something. He stayed at home. He, he basically uh, lived as if he... Uh, as if he was like a very introvert person like they just sit inside all day and and do whatever they want and then and then you know but you but from that him him maybe staying out uh what he says to me that that really like caught my attention and stuff is that he's he he says i think he's 40 years old i'm not a not too in depth with the the age that he's at but he's he he doesn't consider himself old, which is crazy, because, you know, he's saying that us, the 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds, have so much time on our hands, and especially if I'm, uh, if, if you're 20 or something, you basically can uh, do whatever, take all the risks as much as possible, and, and don't play it slow, that's all that's all I'm gonna like really emphasize on because that is that is the message that that stuck with me and it's it's really good because taking high risk when you're young you don't get as punished as like when you're you're older because if you were to like uh build a business and stuff uh, when you're young and you can develop it. You can you can make a gross of like five million, ten million, whatever it is. You can basically exponentially grow that. Whether you're if you're like uh, older, you don't have as much time, I guess, or much energy. So 
if something happens, it's it's a little bit too late, I guess. But there's there's always circumstances and stuff, and uh, for for every age. But if you're starting off small, you're starting off young, you can make those risks, like I'm doing in the stock market. I'm putting in two thousand five hundred uh, for my uh, what is it called for for my uh, portfolio, and I'm gonna grow it by a hundred uh hundred uh basically 300 a month so i'm trying to like grow it out so i can exponentially grow my wealth and and really tackle um tackle the 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 exponential growth as a 20 year old because people say you can do it at 18 but you know 18 still young um i didn't get into this until i was uh 20 of course so, here I am, still in the stock market, feeling really good. I've learned a lot from it. My portfolio looks up and down, but uh, I don't care. But, you know, it's all about what the learning process. I've went into this mindset of a learning process. And having that mentality, having that thought in mind, really made it like really easy for me to not get angry and stuff. But it still made me panic because I'm I'm dealing with money, basically gam not gambling, but you know, playing with money, losing, gaining money, uh, for like the, the first time in my life. I guess I guess I played money in like uh, in Reno, Las Vegas, in the circus circus. You know, gambling my money, not really gambling my money, but paying paying money to get like stuffed animals and stuff, and it's it's pretty nice. It's pretty cool, but it's not as cool as um, playing in the stock market. I'm having a lot of fun with it, and I'm experimenting a lot. And I decided to go with this one strategy where I let the money sit, see how much it grows over a year or two, and I, and every every week I add a hundred dollars to my my portfolio, and if it goes up, if the stock goes up, it goes up. But I'm trying to hold a stock for a very long time. But, you know, I, I sometimes get impatience. Like, the UWMC, I guess, it's, it's like a wholesale mortgage stock that I've, I've held on to for a while. It's called GHIV, and people are like, if it merged together, then it'll be the largest um, merge merger in history and i'm like oh shoot that's a fat name for for just a merger and i'm like okay i respect i respect the name and i'll just hold on to it until it merges it merges and then nothing really happened to the company and i i get like pooped on i guess because i don't know what to to expect now from from that company Ah. anyways um you know but anyways, uh, continuing with the continuing is that like a a word? But continuing with the um, the quote from from Gary. Uh, um, there was this one. Uh, I was talking about him staying like saying we're young. Oh, here's the thing. He, what he thinks is, uh, what he thinks about people staying at home because. You know, not everybody is successful wants to get out of college and that stuff. So, uh, maybe staying with the parents, 
staying with parents for like one or two years is fine. It's something that you shouldn't look down upon. And I, I found that really cool because I, I was um, on my on my five year goal thing. I was planning to uh, basically stay at home for like a whole year um, after I get out of college and basically grow my wealth that way. Because if you stay at home, then you basically, um, what is it called? You, you don't pay for rent. That's the first thing. And you basically don't pay for food. You live off of your parents and then you basically don't have to spend as much as you would uh, living alone, especially on like materials and that stuff. And basically, I'm just using my parents for like an entire year and putting the money that I would have used um, from my uh, bank account to to my uh, Robinhood, basically, or my brokerage account. So I'm basically doing that to, uh, oh my god, I'm like picking my nose, this is so freaking itchy, I shouldn't pick too much hairs up, give me a second, I need to like it for myself, yeah, oh it's quite windy, I'm not sure if I can run today, but we'll see, um, what was I on? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's my five-year goal plan that I was, that was, uh, keeps, keeps coming back into the conversations because, you know, if I don't remind myself about my five-year goals, then I wouldn't know what to do. But anyways, so out of getting out of college, being 22, I get a job, um, before the fall even starts, try to get a job over the summer run into my life basically and and try my best to uh do the job come home um basically chill with the family for an entire year and using the the rent money that i would into uh into stocks as well as the food and stuff so basically i'm using that to grow my wealth into um until i'm 23 basically and i use that money basically to to grow my wealth again and by i assume by 25 i will hit either close to or by before i even turn 26 i um i'll try my best to try to get as close as i can to a million dollars to be a, a millionaire of course and afterwards um I'm basically chilling after that. Um, I'll set up new goals and stuff in life and and yeah. But for now, uh, five year goals are there. I have uh, short term goals for this year and yeah. Um, but staying with parents, uh, he, he said wasn't like a really uh, bad thing. It's a really good thing if you want to like grow yourself as a whole. Um, not struggling from paycheck to paycheck, basically, because once you get the paycheck, um, um, you have to put it into rent, you have to put it into food, you have to put it into bills, you have to put it into basically everything, and it's it's quite a lot, and you have to learn about paying for all of these, the internet and stuff, 
it all come in and then you have to just basically use half of your money uh whether uh rather than just taking it and putting it somewhere where you can learn more like maybe a course online maybe it's uh is a program that you can be using to maybe like edit like software uh videos and stuff um everything it's everything is there um you just have to kind of pay for it sometimes you'd always find free um programs to use out there and it's it's fine it's fine um it's really it's really nice i'd, I'd say because i've i've um basically stayed at home and i'm using I'm basically spending like a spoiled brat on stuff, but you know, I put money into my my website. So now I have a website and now I have um basically just my portfolio is more amped up, I guess. I need to create a banner for myself and yeah, I think I'm good to go after that. But for the most part, I feel great about myself going into February, but I have to start basically dishing out some some um what is it called uh some application to different websites and seeing what happens there i need to create a cover letter so cover letter is 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 the next one to be checked off after website and then i think i'm i'm basically good but yeah but anyways um yeah the sack more it's more sacrifice sack 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 I mean, like, you know, there's something called, um, what is it called? Um, for the long term, I would say. So, people always s- spend money and stuff. I wouldn't say sacrificing, mean, that's kind of weird, but spending money on stuff that they will use in the long term. So, it's a great thing. So, what I've, what I've thought of when people like put put in examples is would you have um like 50 pens that are like decently good or one one great pen that you're really comfortable in using you love but you have to like change out the the ink and stuff and honestly as a minimalist of course I would choose the one pen. Because not only is it more durable, I didn't say that in an example, but if it, uh, having a higher quality pen rather than 50 decent pen, um, having that uh, quality of the pen and uh, just basically the, the whole shebang of the pen, having the quality, the sharpness, everything that's great about it that you love, um, if you consistently use that, you'll use the pen more. You'll use it in in the long term, and you I don't know. There's a lot of benefits when it comes to quality pen rather than just fifty own ones. It's like having three broken down cars or one really good Tesla, basically. And of course, you can go with the the car, the three different cars. But you know, in in the short term, maybe one or two years, it could break down. You have to like basically change out the engine you gotta check it out everything but tesla you just need to go there and then you know if there's anything wrong you can just fix it once rather than fixing three cars and you know tesla's a very durable car i guess i uh, have very 
I have a lot of bias against it. I'm not against it. I have a lot of bias with it. Is that is that how you say it? But yeah. I love Tesla and stuff and you know, it's better than three not broken down cars but old cars, you know. But yeah. It's 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 all it's I don't know how to say it, but quality over quantity is is what I love sometimes. It can, quality can go, I mean, quantity can go into things um, such as practice and stuff because the quality of maybe drawings won't be as good. I mean, won't be as good as the future. That's why you have to repetitively do it with quantity so your brain can get it and, and stuff. That's how quality works, in, in my opinion. If you need to practice, you need, you need to do something a repeated amount of time to get it, then sacrifice the quality to get that quantity going and just produce and produce and produce. So the same goes for, like, podcasting, I would say. So the quality of my podcasts are not that great. I don't find a way to make it that great. But I'm trying to improve the quality by doing it a a lot of time. So I can have basically, I, I basically know what to say, not stutter over my words and just completely have a control of, uh, of the audio that I produce, I guess. And, and I can say whatever I want and, and try to continue the flow of the conversation um and be more comfortable doing it in a cart basically rather than um you know stuttering and stuff and and trying to sound the best restarting and stuff i mean restarting is all right i guess but it's like why not just produce it out so you can see the quality of the your content change over time with the quantity that you produce of the amount of content and you gotta sacrifice one or the other because it's like potential kinetic energy where uh, it's very conservative and you need to try to balance put put more weight on one side than the other you can also have a balance of the two but uh, you know sometimes it's better off uh, tipping the scale to get what you want but yeah um it's it's starting to get cold <laughs> Uh, nowadays it's crazy so um, i i i don't know if i can like run in this weather it looks very sunny of course but it's also really windy today um it's as if you were to run in sf or san francisco because there's a bunch of wind and you can tell even if you're in the car because all the the plants are like doing this little dancey dance they're like basically waving around and stuff in the wind. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I'll see what happens. Um, I s- oh, I wanted to talk about this in another podcast. Why no? I already talked about it. I was thinking. I I was uh reoccur- this this is a reoccurring thought in my head, and it's just about the friends thing. So I was just explain the situation here. Um. Rather than just giving a random example that that has no relevance at all, I guess. Um, so basically, I was like sitting down, 
Um, writing about the code, I guess. And then my friend pops up and be like, uh, you want to play Overwatch and stuff? and Or join Discord. I need, uh, I need to show you something. You join it, but you... you 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 just want to like get out in like 30 minutes or something 20 minutes and like basically take a break before you code again but sometimes you know you have to you have to say what you're gonna do so they would uh, they, they would understand of course and um i didn't really do that and i got caught up in a loop of just playing overwatch basically and i kind of sat there for like most of the day doing nothing and i feel really bad um about myself because uh, i was like okay i'm just playing games again and i'm getting distracted and i'm not doing anything i don't have homework and stuff but i just wanted to get get myself ready to put in code and stuff and put in work and that's what i'm gonna do today and i need to to hit the road basically i need to hit my books i need to do whatever it takes to get me on the more productive side rather than just uh, dump my hours in games i guess Maybe I can save that for uh, for nightly stuff. But for now, I, I need to try to uh, code as much as I can. Try to get as much as I can done so I can get an internship at least this summer. As um, as my goal states in my, what is it called? Uh, my yearly plan. Because, you know, I always like to write myself whatever. Uh, I mean, a letter to myself saying whatever uh for the next year so i can basically take a grasp of what happened this year and refresh my mind and then head forward with all my goals um and what is it called resolutions yeah so it's great having all these uh the resolution in mind especially the long term because once you remind yourself of this goal you have like a a long-term plan to head towards and stuff it'll be a really rocky road but it's something to to get on you know rather than just hitting a straightforward smooth path you can't really do that because um at times it'd be like potholes it's as well not everything is smooth basically not a smooth travel i guess but anyways um i need to stop saying but we're going to this this loop again well, I don't have, like, much to say. And I have to try to transition to another conversation. But it's super hard. Because I can't think of stuff on the spot. Yeah. It's hard. Um, uh, I'm... Oh! That, that that reminds me. I'm re- I'm currently reading about a, uh, a book about podcasting. And I wanted to see how to, like, grasp information or grab the viewer's attention and how to post how to no um what i read yesterday is don't spam posts i guess don't spam it every day don't don't like overwork your viewers into like missing an episode basically and i i do that by taking a break from tuesday and wednesday because tuesday i have like an afternoon class i can do it in my room basically but i have to like say i have to like basically project my voice if my sister's not home i might as well just do that because you know she doesn't know that i'm podcasting maybe she does i've seen it but yeah you know tuesdays are no go because my days are busy i have a three hour gap period but i don't know um also 
what is it called? Uh, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, Wednesday. I go to basketball with my my mom, or go to the park with my mom. I play basketball. She walks, and yeah, I basically can't do it because I'm not gonna hold my mom hostage in the car because this podcast goes on for like about 28 minutes basically or this podcast at least is at least 28 minutes 25 minutes um 35 uh it can go from like 25 to 35 minutes i'll try to start shortening it but i love podcasting and i can't get enough of it and i only get to do it like like basically three times a week so i might as well enjoy my time here basically i can go on for like 40 minutes if i want to but just projecting it and just talking it just feels great to lift off what i have in my shoulders basically but yeah so two tuesdays and wednesdays i can't do it uh thursdays i can fridays i can weekends i can uh, so basically i have i can at least produce um or I can at most produce five podcasts a day. I can't squeeze it in at night, but you know that's a that's another at home thing. So whenever I run, I do stuff. Uh, basically, I'm connecting my podcasting to running. So every time I run, I would podcast. So the more I run, or the more I podcast, the more I run, the more healthier I get. But you know, um, I'll see what happens. It's it's crazy. Um, but yeah, uh, what to do? Uh, I guess I I can just kind of try to end it here. I don't know. I can't think of more stuff that that revolves around sacrificing. Oh, maybe I can. I don't know, but I play chess. I guess. Um, and I've. I've learned to sacrifice some things in in puzzles, basically. But I don't really do it in... I do it in practice, but I don't do it in actual games. Because that just feels weird to me. But it's it's a great idea to to put sacrificing in practice. So so you can, like, basically experience how it feels to, to throw something away in order to get whatever it takes. Um, um, whatever it takes to uh, build your not build your wealth I mean you can you can refer to this podcast as building your wealth I guess because it's more about lifestyle well this is more about lifestyle and wealth I guess because I'm talking about stocks but yeah um, this is my money making mentality um what it takes to have a good mentality and mindset is just to be mentally ready for for stuff basically anything that hits you anything that happens to you you think of it as a practice you think of it as something that you would basically leverage on experience so you would take that that whatever hits you in the face and use it in the future and learn from it, basically. So you're, you're sacrificing your um, your youth, not your youth, but your like your youth experience and transferring it over to your future self and having like uh, basically more uh, value in the future and having, 
I mean, you will still experience stuff in the future, of course, because, you know, as life goes on, you experience different things and you can't stop experiencing things as you're growing older because, you know, thing, uh, like, you don't know what to expect and new outcomes or new inputs, like maybe a random tornado and, or something can be new to yourself and you, you get surprised. I don't know. But today pod- today's podcast, I'll just sum it up here. Um, I think we first started off with um, friends, of course. We later refer to it as well. But know when, know when it's urgent to play with friends. Know when it's uh, a good time to say no. Um, and don't always say yes, of course, because your schedule could be packed. But don't FOMO into stuff. That is the first thing we talked about. Second thing we also talked about is um, living with your parents, living with your, living at home basically, and sacrificing that amount of time or the money that you would put into rent and stuff, into whatever, whatever assets you're trying to get or whatever you're trying to learn from like a course or something. Just get all that that money that you would have accumulated from or would have spent on homes and accumulated into whatever um benefits you and puts more um experience on your plate basically and lastly we talked about just random stuff about about like knights i guess or like chess um but i don't i don't really remember having a very impactful thing to say at the end but if you were to go off with two things just just know when to say no and don't always go out with friends uh if you have something urgent to do and of course staying home could be more beneficial for you than um what you think so if you can just leave off with uh, um those two messages from my uh the podcast today um i think you'll be great but yeah Thank you for tuning in. It's been about 35 minutes. Uh, I'm going to head out. Um, hopefully, I can continue doing these podcasts, of course, and keeping my conditions very neutral or very clean, very healthy. But yeah, thank you for tuning in. Um, I don't think I'll ever do one at home. Maybe I can, but that'll be all. Thank you. Goodbye.